Blog Talk Radio. Six men. Radio. 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 Just before this honor. Loyalty list. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative to stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight until the end. Giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get the walking no and I'm saying Keep it as a reminder. Forever stay loyal. But this time, James didn't work my spots out and they keep on falling in part of the solution and you're part of the problem. So we looking for something different cause we done heard the calling. Time is now no longer can I stand anymore sorry. And then you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Tell yourself it's no older Welcome to this week's edition of What Race. I'm your host for the night. My name is Colby. You can find me on Twitter and at K-A-G-5-C-O-L-B-Y. And I'm here with my interrupting co-host. Hey, this is Rome. You can find me on Twitter at Vibe and Rome. Or you can hit us both up on whatrace.wordpress.com. That's our website. Or our our Facebook page, and you can also feel free to call in at six four six four eight four seven eight. Excuse me, three five nine nine. That is right. How are you doing this week? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing how, how does well. it feel to be back in the power of uh, the host? Um, feels about normal. <laughs> You mad? <laughs> no, I'm not mad. You know, it was really, I, I appreciate it. It was real, it was a bad blast being the host last week. So, I can't complain at all. But since you're the host, was, you get to come up with a topic for the week. I already did. Oh, okay. Thank well, you just, very much. I'm, just, I'm on top of my game. Well, all right, just making sure, you know, don't drop the ball. Welcome back. Um... Some of you may know if you've been, I would say, following my Twitter, but maybe my Instagram. I'm not, I haven't been on Twitter much lately. Um, what? No, not tomorrow. you. I, I know, right? I've been busy. My birthday is tomorrow. Your what is tomorrow? And my birthday. Oh, yeah, and, that thing that gets happens every year, huh? Yeah, wait, wait, remember. <laughs> So, um, in honor, I guess you could say, of my birthday, today's theme is Drunken Mistakes. Drunken Mistakes. Uh, oh, yeah. Yay. I want to hear stories of some crazy stuff that you've done while under the influence. I don't want to hear anybody <laughs> call up and say it's their child or anything like that. That's bad. But 
No, no, no. Any interesting stories you could think of, bring it on. Yep. So, um, and we'll, we'll get into that more later. But, but so, drunken birthday stories or just drunken stories? No, just drunken stories. I mean, they can be from your birthday. But, I, um, my friend threw a surprise party for me on Saturday. Pretty awesome. Discussion topic. Because <laughs> I was recovering all day on Sunday. And That's good. Us, that means it was a good party. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Like I don't I don't drink much, um, normally. So mm-hmm. most of them hadn't really seen me drunk. And mm-hmm. that all changed. Yeah. What? No, no, continue. So my um, drunken story, and it doesn't have to be mistakes, just drunken stories that are entertaining. Entertain me. Um, Apparently, I was feeling so good that I yelled out to the neighbor, this is at my friend's house, I was sitting out on the front porch because mm-hmm. um, there were people inside and outside so I guess I just couldn't make up my mind I'm not really sure but anyway my friend's neighbor came home and she was walking up and I shouted out to her hey it's my birthday I guess she didn't um, hear me or she was trying to get through the crowd or she just didn't she just didn't respond fast enough for me so I flipped her off <laughs> <Happy birthday. laughs> <laughs> and I'm oh, you're like, that's what you do. Holy that's no. That's what you do on your birthday? Well, yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's a very interesting story. <laughs> wow. So, that's my story <laughs> for um, my drunken craziness. That's the only one I'm willing to share. I hope so. Wow. So what about you? Me? Um, Well, all you. Oh, there's so few. I I, I need to... It's been a while, honestly. I, it's been a long while since I had uh, been drunk and got a good story. Most of my stories were when I was in college, which feels so long ago. Uh, I'll think of one, and we'll come back to it later. Sounds good. You want to start us off with our stories? Certainly. Um, where to start, where to start? I found this one to be interesting. Um, everybody knows about Craigslist, right? Well, what? Craigslist. Yeah. All the many things you can find on, (laughs) the many things that you can find on Craigslist. Well, a man was selling a coffin. 
on Craigslist, and I'll let you guess what's inside. Phone. <laughs> exactly. Um, I will police. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, confronted a man about uh, a company sold with containing bones, what they probably think are human remains. So, um, be careful what you buy and sell on Craigslist. I mean, the thing is, it was stupid that he even tried to sell it on there because I feel like everyone knows that the cops kind of monitor that. Yeah, for the most part. I feel like that should be common knowledge. Um, I feel like a lot of things should be common knowledge. True. Good point. But, I mean, that doesn't surprise me much. And did he get arrested for it? Or are they? is it all still, like, in the works? It's in the works. Um, they're trying to, I mean, just because he's selling it, um, I guess they can't really directly link him because of how, you know, oh, I just found this in my backyard, and I don't know. I was just trying to get rid of it. So I was trying to make a quick book off of it. But, um, <laughs> yeah. And other enclosed news, there <laughs> was a report of a woman that slept in a dumpster and survived the garbage compactor. What? <laughs> yeah. How does just... that happen? Well, what you do is you, um, you lay in a dumpster. Um, well, yeah, I get that. How do you survive it? I don't know, but it happened in Globe, or uh, Arizona, and it was caught on camera. Um, you know, oh it wasn't the garbage can itself wasn't the compactor. You know, when the dump truck, uh, not dump truck, but the garbage truck comes, scoops up the dumpster, mm-hmm. puts it in the yeah, the whole ordeal. She was 38 years old, and she. <laughs> Speaking of um, junk and nights, um, she was looking for a oh, place so to stay. Oh, so now we're back on this. <laughs> kind of correlate. She was looking for a place to stay, and uh, I don't know how you fall accidentally fall asleep in a dumpster, but she managed to do just that. And when the garbage truck came around in the morning, <laughs> came to pick her up, and it, she didn't just survive it. Uh, one time, the com- the compa- uh, the compactor. She didn't just survive one. Uh, the truck driver compacted it eight to ten times. He said, and she was stuck in the back of the truck for a good thirty minutes before she was uh, rescued. Wow, she's lucky. Yeah, she's very lucky. Probably would have picked a wow. better place to speak, but you know, what can you do? Um, pick a better place to sleep. That's exactly what you can do. Moral <laughs> well, story is don't get drunk. I think that's probably going to be like the moral of the story for most of our what we talk about tonight. Just don't get too drunk and do stupid stuff since that's the topic. Anyway. Exactly. Um. Well. I'm not sure what this guy did exactly. 
but there was a guy in Coronado, Coronado California. Did I say that right? Coronado? Okay, we're going with it. Sure. Anyway, um, he, he was trying to get away from police, I suppose. So he went out into the ocean um, for people that don't know the ocean on that side of the country is a lot colder than this side of the country, this side being the east coast. Anyway, um, he stood out there for seven hours in the water trying to just as like a standoff with cops. I guess he thought that they would back down because they could, I suppose, and he couldn't. I'm not really sure, but... Um, he stood out in the water for seven hours um, as a standoff with police, and eventually um, he came in and he had to get treated for hypothermia. But, I mean, that was kind of pointless. Oh, that's what it was. He had a felony warrant for narcotics violations. And so he just ran into the ocean to try to get them to go away. <laughs> right, that's going to work. Exactly. Because, I mean, you have so many options once you're in the ocean to get away. Maybe not. Right. Um, another... Right, exactly. I have gills. Okay, go for it. Prove it. Another interesting crime-related story for tonight. Uh, a Russian man from... I'm not going to try to pronounce that. Uh, he was actually for stealing a bridge, as in, like, something over water, over troubled water. I will lay me down. No? Okay, cool. Uh-huh. So, no. 23, no? Like a bridge no. over troubled water? Okay. Fine. Fine. All right. So, anywho, <laughs> um, he's in northern something or other that I can't pronounce. Uh, he, <laughs> You're just not pronouncing anything today, huh? It's Russian. I'm not even going to try because it's just not going to be pretty. Um, he hooked the small steel bridge to his tractor and hauled it away. He was going to try to sell it as scrap metal. Good idea. Well, yeah? Except for the fact that you're stealing a bridge and that's illegal. Like, how much <laughs> is that worth? Like, I mean... Big money. Oh, what kind of metal was it? Does it say? It doesn't. Hmm? But it does not. But uh, oh. he was added to the roster of daring Russian metal thieves, which includes several, wow, includes, not includes, several locomotives and, yeah, I can't talk, and a special bicycle ridden by a circus bear. Hmm. These are all things that Russians steal. You know, I know that it's cold over there and probably kind of boring and depressing, but stealing random stuff, I guess, I mean, it's entertaining. It would add entertainment to your day, but it'll also put you in jail. Right. So that kind of sucks. But, well, Hmm. do what you want. (laughs) Pretty much. Let's take a music break. Okay. Go ahead. 
Go for it. I'll let you pick. I'm so nice. You'll let me pick? This is yeah. Earthquake, Little Warning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak to him, Jesse. Yeah. Like I'm way Take your bitch again That's because you throw a five I pitch a ten Now she wanna get inside of my 66 She see my wrist blowing yellow like Michigan She say she love her man, she misses him But nobody do it better than a distance hit. Me, I'm a long distance pimp When I land, my bitches wait for me on the strip Yep, and I don't lie, I confess I'm the one who's turning orange vest to a dress up Got a dress to impress though Gotta stay clean, plus mommy in the next row with me, what you expect? I live to be fly to death. It's the Birdman Junior, sincerely yours. When it rains, it pours. When it rains, it holds. Yes, come on. Cause I stick to the script, yep 
I say I stick to my grip, I stick to my money, that's life to me. Sorry, honey, Jazzy.
Welcome back. <laughs> You're listening to What Race on Six by the Way of Six Man Radio. This is your co host Rome and the host for this week, Kobe. And every week. <laughs> Not last week. And what? Like that was an hour and a half of your life. Don't let it change it. I mean, goodness. It, it has. It deeply influenced my life now. Oh my gosh. You just wait. One day I'm gonna go on vacation, and you're gonna take this show to the ground in a bad way. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take this show around with it. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> what? Take this show and run with it. You know what Mac is when you come back? Where's Rome at? Oh, I'm a superstar now. I'm a celebrity. Oh, All that good whatever. stuff that comes Come back to reality because you're clearly stuck in your own dream. <laughs> I have. Um, <laughs> well, just How to remind you. About... What? Go ahead. Just to remind you, the topic of the day is. Drunken mistakes, drunken adventures, drunkenness, and the stupid things that you do when you are drunk. Please feel free to call in. The phone number to call is 646-478-3599. Call us. Let us know what stupid things you've done. Or if you don't want to take credit for it, blame it on a friend. That way we know it's still you. And you can also hit us up on Twitter using the hashtag WhatRace. Um, we see all that. Mention us, whatever. Just get at us and... Share your story. If you're not ballsy enough, um, hit us up on the internet and we'll share it for you. Anyway, have I ever heard of Alright, when you go go to the beach or have you ever been out to the open, I guess, water, like deep sea fishing or what have you? Yeah, I went fishing in the Gulf once. Alright, perfect. Perfect place to go fishing. Alright, if you saw a dirty float Wall shark, what would you do? Uh, sit there and watch. Okay, well, that's definitely not what this 19 year old did. He saw a 30 foot, 50,000 pound wall shark in the Gulf of Mexico, and instead of just sitting there gazing at its beauty from the safety of the ship, he jumped in the water and rode the back of it. <laughs> yes, it was. I was just watching the video during the music break, and it's. I was, I would never, ever, ever get in the water with something that much bigger than me. You call me a wimp, you call me a wuss, whatever you want to call. I don't care. I'm not jumping in the water with thirty foot, five hundred pound shark. I'm, it's a world shark. Yes, they don't really go. They're not as, uh, I guess, aggressive, and have a thirst for humans. They're cousins, but still a shark. And so, like, uh, he, jumped he jumped in the water. He jumped in the water. You know how I uh, think about the Jaws effect. You know when you see the dorsal fin above the water? Okay, yeah. And so they see it, and he jumps in the water and grabs onto the dorsal fin as the shark is swimming along. So he's surfing on a wall shark. And it just let him do it? Yeah, I mean, eventually it went up, went, you know, went under. 
but it, he wrote it for like a good fifteen, ten to fifteen seconds. The size but. of his cojones. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I was going in the opposite direction. But yeah, so the world fashion diet is mostly plankton, but still, I don't care. No way. That's you hear all, all these stories on SeaWorld about the whales, you know, hurting their trainers or whatever. You know, no. No, man. I mean, like, that takes thrill-seeking and adrenaline junkie-ing to a whole new level. Right. And it might tie in with the whole drunken aspect of, thing, of things, too. I mean, it says it's 19, but you... I wouldn't do that sober. I wouldn't even do that drunk. But, you know, you never know with some people. True. I just, like... I wonder if it was, like, a, hey, I'll watch this type moment, or... It was if very spontaneous. Like, I mean, the the video is only a minute long, and it buffers for the most part. But it just shows them swimming up to the shark, grabbing the dorsal fin, and having a good 10-second ride. Very interesting. If you would like to check it out, um, Romo put it on the website. Page later. What? At the end of the show, Romo put that on the uh Interwebs. It's already on the interwebs. It'll put it on our web, our interwebs. Yes, our website. Um, yeah, yeah, you can check it out. On the Google, as old people like to on call it. On the Google. On the Google. <laughs> on the Google. So, have you come up with your drunken story yet? <sighs> the ones I can remember are very embarrassing. Oh, God. <laughs> the ones that I can remember. That's the problem. <laughs> like I said, it was such a long time ago. I mean, oh, man. You might be ancient, but you only graduated like a year ago. So, chill out. It's not like it was point. that long ago. The point ago. is, it's a long time ago. It's a lot happens in a year. It's affecting your memory. I'm so sorry. It Would is. you like, like <laughs> a beer That's for awesome. that? I mean. We'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, come back to mine. Save the best for last. Um, oh, whatever. I'm not going to forget. So, nice try. I know. But not I'll tell you what I didn't do when I was drunk. Flick off people's neighbors? I didn't. I probably did that a few times, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't try to set my ex on fire. Oh. Oh. You didn't. I did not. And um, no, Brooksville, Hernando and County. What? That police arrested 52-year-old Sylvester Kulaga. They say he tried to pull a double murder. Say it again. <laughs> Kulaga. <laughs> nah, you didn't say it as good as you did the first time. Because <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to sound it out. But Kulaga. Um, Kulaga. <laughs> there, there we go. Um, three days after getting out of jail on drug and larceny charges, he 
he wrote into his ex ex's house where he used to live and he sprayed his ex and her new boyfriend with a lot of food and tried to set him on fire. Aw, what a nice man. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to do a gangster style. <laughs> All right. After dousing what? with the after uh, fully soaking them with lighter fluid, he grabbed some hairspray and a lighter and tried to make a makeshift flamethrower to set them ablaze. Dang, that's hardcore. Yeah. And clearly they survived, right? Yeah. Um, the hairspray and the, the lighter trick didn't work, so as you would expect after getting how would you feel if you got drenched in lighter fluid? You probably want to fight the guy. So they fought him off, and then he obviously went back off to jail on attempted first-degree murder and battery charges. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Three days out. That's was, the first thing you do. Was he drunk? No, I, uh, I don't know. Nobody knows. It's funny how most of these stories, they're going to do no, no, I wasn't there. You know, I was there, I was drunk, and I forgot, you know, you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Long night. Yeah. Interesting. Well, completely unrelated, there is a shoeshine shop in New York. I want your opinion on this room. As very, imp- dude. very impressive. I'm, say it again. What kind a of shop was it? Shop? A shoeshine shop. Shut up. <laughs> shoeshine shop. It's hard to say. I, I sound it like is. I'm Asian trying to say it. Shoeshine shop. Anywho, <laughs> you laugh at me. Sure. Um, oh, I was impressed because you said it so well the first time. I was like, you can't say that again. Yes, you I can. I'm like that. I just, shut up. Ugh. All right, anywho, um, it's in New York. It's called the Crap. What is it called? It's called, it's called the Crap. What? <laughs> the crap, to get the crap I think, off the I think they need to uh, work on that name. You don't like it? I mean, I think it's kind of good, too. It is called Wall Street Starshine NYC. It's clearly located near the stock exchange. Um, no. I, well, I didn't know that you would figure that out on your own, so I figured I would help you out a little bit. You're welcome. Don't You're be sarcastic with me. I was just trying to help. Um, anyway, anyway, the there are women that work there. Um, uh, it, it makes it sound like it's pretty much exclusively women shoe shiners. And they are quite scantily clad, and so much so that it's comparable to Hooters, and they're all upset that they're getting compared to Hooters. Because have you been to, like, have you been to Hooters? Why? What? Yeah, of course I've been to Hooters. Not, not really impressed with What? What? Not really impressed with Hooters, but okay. So they're upset because they're being compared with Hooters? Yeah, they're mad that they're being called, like, they're being compared to it. And um, 
one of the, I guess they interviewed one of the workers there, and she's quite the feminist, and she's like, it's not, this job is not degrading to women, um, and, you know, it's well in my comfort zone. And I'm like, listen, honey, you are in an article about scantily clad women shining men's shoes, as in, like, <laughs> putting on very little clothing, bending over, and cleaning men's shoes, the dirt off of their shoes. You really are not feeling degraded by that at all? Really? Not at all. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) There's not degrading at all. Oh, my God. I don't understand the justification on some of these things. I don't. It's always it's funny because they try to defend it. It's like this is not degrading by any means. It's like okay, describe what you do. Well, I wear next to nothing, and I make sure that the man's shoe is completely clean. Even if that means spitting on it and rubbing it in circles, big circles, high up in the air. (laughs) And sometimes I use my body to do help. No, just stop. Just stop. Mm -hmm. So sad. So so very sad. Mhm. I have some pretty cool. All right, look. Everybody knows I'm a techie and a geek at some point, occasionally. Right. So I have two pretty cool stories. The first one is well, it didn't really go that well for the guy, but a 60 year old man had a lifelong dream of making his lawn chair fly. So using with the help of helium balloon, he did so on Saturday. Uh, he was trying to break a world record. Everybody's trying to break a world record. Anyway. Right? Didn't that guy just walk over the Grand Canyon or something? Right. On the tightrope? I guess he's, yeah, he did. I didn't even, it just goes to show you how much under the rock I am, because I didn't even know he did it on Sunday, but yesterday. But uh, that's neither here or there. But um, this guy, like I said, fills some helium balloons up and was attempting to travel 268 miles and land somewhere in Oregon. Instead, he ended up landing uh, in a 40-foot tree not too far away. So he tried, he failed. But he did make a long chair fly. I guess that's pretty People cool. Have but, interesting dreams. Exactly. Speaking of dreams, uh, you all are familiar with ET, right? You know the film. ET. ET. Go home. The alien that makes the bicycle fly, the moon. Yep. All that jazz. All right. Well, some British can't even say scientists, flight enthusiasts. Um, John Baldwin and Yannick Reed, Red, Reed, Red, R E A D. You guys figure it out. Um, oh man, that's a hard one. Exactly. <laughs> I devised a two-wheel bike, and it actually works. It goes up to 15 miles an hour, and it can last. Oh. 
Oh, it goes up to 15 miles per hour on the road and 25 miles per hour in the air, and it can reach altitudes up to 4,000 feet. It's amazing how this whole thing works because it's powered by a fan, and they are actually looking to make to market it as like um what do they call it vamping vamping, which is flying and camping put together. They're having a storage compartment put on it so you could put your camping gear on and fly to your campgrounds. It's pretty cool. I feel like that's a bad idea. It's like too many odd movies that gave me nightmares from my childhood. That's like E. T. and The Wizard of Oz mixed together. There's gonna be like flying monkeys. They both gave you me didn't nightmares. Really click your head monkeys together? scared the crap out of me. Okay, what? well you gotta you have to get past the flying monkeys. You have to look beyond the flying monkeys. To truly enjoy the Wizard of Oz. And Ugh. you are unable to. Um. <laughs> mhm. Oh, I wish that. Eh. Sorry. Uh. So college is expensive. Um. And sometimes you get lucky, and your parents want to pay for it for you. Not all of us have that luxury, exactly. But if you do, way to be lucky. Um, in New York, all the shit happens in New York. Four women filed a lawsuit. Well, you did say we're trying to expand beyond Florida, so. True, true. They filed a lawsuit against their father because they say that he backed out on a promise to pay the youngest daughter's tuition. So they're suing it for the money. Um, their names are Nora, Magdalena, Ina, and Lola Keller. Keller? I don't know. And um, <laughs> whatever. So <laughs> the lawsuit alleges that Daniel, whatever last name is, whatever his last name is, agreed to give blah, 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 blah. Right, exactly. His Paris apartment and half of the checking account he shared with their mother, who is now his ex-wife. The apartment generates retail income, I'm sorry, rental income of about $2,600 a month. And so, um, they had all, the girls had all agreed to um, give their portions of the income from the rent and from the apartment in Paris to pay for the youngest tuition at Oberlin College, and then the other half was going to be paid by her father. But now that he's backing out, and they have signed documents from last year at this time, um, they are suing him. That's crap, man. Give us That's what my folks always told me. What? I said get a scholarship or, you know, do something, work in college. That's what everybody else does. Yeah. So your parents, because you're supposed to pay for this. I'm suing you. What? It doesn't work that way, but okay. 
56-year-old Jeffrey Allen Jones threw a spear at a passing vehicle, and it got lost in the front fender. He threw a spear. A spear? As in Seminole. Like Seminole. Yep. Threw it on Tuesday, and it struck a passing vehicle, became lodged in the front fender, and um, he was arrested. This was in California. He was arrested on suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon. Suspicion? Yeah. (laughs) I love these charges, like suspicion of Salt. Uh, you threw a spear. The suspicion's out the window. You threw the spear. Well, that, that's what he was arrested on, so that would be the cop. But, I mean, yeah, I don't... Like, what do you do? You just get up one day and say, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to see if I can steer a vehicle today. Right. Because that's where my life is. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with wanting to steer a car sometimes. Right. Anyway, just a reminder, if you have any drunken stories, call in and let us know. The phone number to call is 646-478-3599, or you can hit us up on Twitter on any of the interwebs. And for that, meaning Facebook, Twitter, um, website, Instagram, you name it, call us, let us know what stupid things you've done. We'd love to hear it. We shared ours. It's your turn. Um, other than that, I think I'm going to go to another... You're welcome, people. Yeah. Shady. That's the matter. Gee, you nick, you nick. Damn, baby, all I need is a little bit. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Get it cracking in the club when you hear the shit. Drop it like it's hot, get the work in that back. Gonna shake that thing. Get work that thing. Let me see it go up. I can show you how I live in a little bit. 
little bit. Get the lick in it, in a little bit. Baby, you got me feeling right, you heard me. My mama gone, you can spend the night, you heard me. I ain't playing, I'm trying to fuck the night, you heard me. Clothes off, face down, ass up, come on. <laughs> Before the recession, when faced with losing it all, Dawn slips back into the life she left behind. Some say it's darkest before dawn. You have no idea. Brathway Publishing, Fresh and Fly, and Johnson Communications present the exclusive premiere of Darkest Before Dawn, filmed in Albany with an Albany-studded cast. Saturday, June 29th at the Palace Theater. Get your tickets at the Palace Box Office and Fresh and Fly Clothing. More info and VIP tickets at 427-7924. Check this out, baby girl. Why don't you check out a nigga? Man, I go to work. True winner. Jeans skinny, like squirrel. Looking for your girl. Just missed it. Then my cat daddy and I took it down. Timber. It's cold. Mama call a winner. Switch it full of nuggets. Daddy call it dinner. Baby got ass. Shelty call it thinner. CBS Jack. So get it. We deliver. Cat daddy when I dug it. Cat daddy when I remember.
slap her on the track yeah. and dance. You gon' wanna learn it for a Fuck in the range over park like a simony. Super chim dog smoking like a chimney. Study of matter and energy is chemistry. Haters don't matter, bitches drain my energy. Fit it in the funk, I do. Daddy hip, come up, swing my arm. Maybe I'm tugging every weekend, I'm clubbing her. Show me love and the fade is nothing. Rain on me every day, same pants. Since the day I was born, I've been a star patch. Cat, daddy, cat, cat, daddy.
Welcome back. You're listening to What Race. I'm your host. My name is Colby. You can find me on Twitter at K-A-T-5-C-O-L-B-Y. And I'm here, as usual, with my co-host, Rome. Yeah, this is Rome. You can find me on Twitter at Five and Rome. You can also hit us both up on What Race, either via our Facebook page or our live and action website at What Race. Dot wordpress.com. I posted the link to the team surfing the sharks, so you guys can check that out, as well as the link to the show if you want to listen to that later or tell somebody else about it or comment on today's topic uh, of the day. So many choices of things to do and ways to do it. Oh, not to mention, you can also call in at 646 I always put seven. Four seven eight. Four seven eight three five nine nine. Three, five, nine, nine. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Well, the Cat Daddy song that you that I was playing during this nice little break reminded me of a good time where alcohol was served and I had a blast. Matter of fact, me and everybody had a blast. So gather around. This is time for Rome's story. Are you ready? Prepare yourself. I'm ready. For those of you that go out, excuse me, I'm telling the story right now. Thank you. For those of you that go out, I'm sure you guys have noticed. What? Rome? Earth to Rome! Hello! Have we lost him? I believe we have lost him, ladies and gentlemen. It's a sad, sad day. But it's all right because we'll probably not lose him for good because he is kind of hard to get rid of. <sighs> Speaking of... You know, I always find it interesting how when I'm telling a story, you just, I just all of a sudden get disconnected. It wasn't me. I wasn't even on that window. Thank you very much. Right. So anyway, like I was saying, when you go out and you notice, all right, say when you go to the club, you got some nice music going, you know, drinks are being served, everybody's having a good time. But there's this one person that is the life of the party because he is the guy dancing to his own tune, and he is sometimes with a tune of music, but, you know, who knows? 
what he's dancing to. Well, one night I was going out with my homegirl and went to this one spot, and it was dead. It was lame, and you know we were just got off from a long day at work, so you know we wanted you know have a few drinks and you know enjoy the evening, spread some stress, whatever. So music started playing as my jam. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be the last party. Got up, started dancing, the dance, and then I was directing what the DJ is playing next. So I was like, DJ, play this song, drop that beat. All right, drop this, drop this. So for like a good hour, I was just vibing by myself. Wow. And it was funny because my homegirl, she had the nerve to actually record some of it so I could see it later, but Hey, you know, whatever. Kind of party, let's party. All of you listeners, Roland huh? is going to put that video up on our website. <laughs> I am not. And for anybody that knows me, or that knows, I am a horrible dancer. Dancing to me, that's one skill set I chose not to pick up when I was <laughs> taking out <laughs> uh, characteristics to have. Dancing is my strong weakness at it. So just imagine a guy who can't dance just dancing his butt off by himself. I mean, home, my homegirl, she hopped in a few How times, but, you know, I sat in that hour there by myself. It's cool. I had fun. I can say that. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. But I, it was so funny. The video has been deleted, just to let you know. So there will be well, no... <laughs> Mysterious leaks of that, but yeah, it was very, it was a very fun. Time. You ruined my fun. <laughs> you totally ruined my fun. It was great because I was in my zone. I was, you know, dancing, carrying on, laughing at myself. And I was laughing too, so everybody had fun. See how that worked out? No. Very nice. Yeah. I'm distracted. I um. Across the street from where I am is a whole bunch of, it's basically frat row, you know, sorority row, it's frat row. And there is so much noise and white people singing on the outside, on the other side of my door, that it's a little distracting. So I apologize. Maybe that's why I couldn't speak earlier, because I was just like, what is going on? Like, it's bad. Speaking of stories, yeah. What? We don't like excuses here. Get together. Did you check out the um check out those the like kid surfing on the shark? You get a chance. See how cool. I guess that could have been you doing that. The story could have been all about you. I bring that up because I have two animal related stories which are, I guess you could say, fairly interesting. The first being, be careful what you uh. Get at Walmart. A woman got a, uh, a little bit of extra, got a, a nice little surprise when she went to purchase a bag of potatoes at Walmart. A three and a half foot long orange and white snake was inside the bag with the potatoes. I've, all right, so it used to be food that you would bring up every time. Now it's snakes. <laughs> well, it's a combination, actually. It's a nice transition. From food and snake. It's food and snake. Yes. 
you're a creature of habit. That's what I do. Um, you would think a three and a half foot long snake is something pretty hard to miss, but as you know, when snakes are in, I guess, their home, they tend to be still and not be moving. So when she looked inside the bag of potatoes, the part that she could see was the snake's white belly, underbelly. And so she thought it was a bad potato. Why she would buy the bag anyway, I don't know. But she decided <laughs> to go and buy the bag. And um, when she opened the bag, out came the snake. Sorry. So did she you know, when you're picking through, when you're picking well, she's demanding. I guess she would try to demand a refund or try to sue Walmart for having harboring snakes inside potatoes. But my whole thing is, if she, like she said, I thought it was a bad potato. If you are picking out food, why would you pick up something that you see may potentially be a bad potato? Would you just Maybe move that back inside? If she really had a strong craving for some potatoes? Yeah, you don't know her. You don't know her life. I don't know how I, oh, oh, calm down. Are you related to the lady? Do you know the story? Are you that lady? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Hmm. Maybe. Interesting. Very interesting. Well, go on and finish your am, your critter stories because I've got a couple more. Oh. <laughs> this one truly freaks me out. Um, have you seen Jumanji? Okay, do you remember in the movie there was a big behind plant that liked to eat moving animals? Yes. Okay, well, picture that, but real life. Um, I don't even want to know where this is. Actually, yes, I do. In South America, um, of course, it's in South there's America. a plant that is... Craziest- Looking things are either in South America or Africa. They, they kill you, like the killer bees. Or Australia. Don't forget ants. Australia. Don't forget Australia. Oh, true, true. Yes. So it's below the equator. Anyway, go on. <laughs> right. And you just do not. Just stay away from things below the equator, and you're good places. So South America, there. <laughs> There's a plant that is believed to kill animals with its spikes and use their decaying bodies as fertilizer. And scientists have brought it to England to try to make it prosperous, I guess. <clears throat> Why would you try to bring something alive? Very interesting. Um, in its natural habitat, scientists believe that this plant, mind you, this is a plant, a plant, <laughs> the thing, like the tree outside, the little bushes, just picture that, ensnaring you in razor, with razor sharp spines until you die, and then just slowly, and and then just feed off of your rotting cord. Thanks for that lovely visual. Anytime. Well, yeah, My life is um, complete without it. The animal in question is sheep, and it's yeah, it was trap sheep, and 
wait for them to starve to death, and then, you know, eventually, once you are dead, you decay, and you are fertilizer, in this case. And as you would guess, it emits a gruesome scent. I'm sure. Um, you said they brought it to England, right? Yeah. Well, on that note, uh, the British Ministry of Defense Thursday released the last document from its now-closed desk dealing with unidentified flying objects. That is right, UFOs. Um, Yeah. The documents include reports of strange lights in the sky or possible spaceships hovering over the Houses of Parliament, Stonehenge, and the Blackpool Pier in Lancashire, Lancashire Seaside Resort, um, which is a less popular tourist destination. Um, one email came actually came from someone who saw claimed to see the UFOs over Stonehenge later in digital photographs taken there. Like, they didn't notice it at the time, though, which is interesting. Um, right. Basically, they, the ministry shut down the UFO desk in 2009, announcing that it served no sense purpose. Interestingly, they received 420 reports, interesting number, of UFOs and 97 requests for information under the Freedom of Information Act, up from 150 reports a year in earlier years. And that was in in 2009 when they closed the desk. Um, One expert suggested that the increase was had something to do with the fad for releasing Chinese lanterns at weddings. And so maybe that's what people were seeing. It's kind of what he's saying. But, wait, wait, um, wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. You mean to tell me that this, uh, this is in England? Mm-hmm. So they are saying that the Chinese lanterns travel all... Let me see where England is. Travel it's all over England. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the the style of lantern, the Chinese lantern, where you like light the light and it blows it up, kind of like a mini hot air balloon. That's the style, right. not necessarily Chinese. Oh, but even okay. anywhere, like throughout the world, people do that sometimes at weddings. So I'm just saying that maybe it's that kind of thing that people do that is getting seen by other people, and they're like, oh my god, it's a UFO because it's a slow moving orange light in the sky. Well, see, the, the thing that the reason why I don't agree with that is is they see it like out of the blue, and then it like darts off somewhere. So the sudden change in speed just kind of rules that one out. I mean, how do you know? Have you ever seen a UFO? Of course, several times. Matter of fact, I'm secretly part of the Men in Black. So, yeah, my secrets are. They can take you how to dance. Hmm? What? You can take a letter for protection against the aliens. Sorry. I'll take donations also. 
yeah, okay. In other news, Joe Torrett, Tor- Tor- I don't freaking know his last name, and it's a shame. Oh, man, you're messing up with these names today. <laughs> I know, because he, he's, like, super famous. Baseball, Joe Tor- Torre, Tor- Torre, T-O-R-R-E. Anyway, um, his daughter. What is it, then? No, no, no. I'm not going to save you on this one. You're in your own. Because you don't freaking know. Anyway. It's your article. Um, I just want to come up across this place and just smack this out of you sometimes. Um, his daughter. <laughs> his daughter saved a falling one-year-old baby thanks to her hand-eye coordination, she says, that she got from her father. Um, basically, Wait, she was she drinking what? coffee at a... Oh, my God, if you would shut up and let me talk and not talk over me, then you would know what the hell I'm talking about, sir. Okay, the girl, Christina, whatever her last name is, was sitting at an outdoor cafe in Brooklyn's Bay Ridge neighborhood on Wednesday, and... Somehow this kid had gotten onto the awning of a yogurt store next door. Someone called 911, and the girl um, talked to him, trying to get him to stay in the awning. Uh, He wound up dangling, and she knew he was going to fall, so she moved in and grabbed him midair, caught him, um, put him down, and pretty much walked away. Wow. Her... Yeah, her father what played third base and catcher for 17 years in the major leagues and went on to manage three teams, taking the Yankees to six World World Series and four titles. And she, of course, Impressive. says that she got her good hand-eye coordination from him. Um, he, of course, is proud. The kids suffered no injuries. The end. The end? I have one, I have one. Wait, wait, I have one. I do. No. Um, no, it, you just reminded me of, like, um, the guy who, I, I read this article about the guy who fell 15 start from the 15th floor balcony and survived. He fell from the 15th floor and survived, you said? Yes. 20-year-old. No, no, he hit the ground and <laughs> survived. <laughs> Actually, it kind of ties in with our story today. Um, what ended up happening was uh, he uh, left, he forgot his keys at his house after a night of drinking and decided to try to get to his 14th, 14th floor apartment from his neighbor's home above. And he ended up falling at around 2 a.m. local time. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. He was. The neighbor says he was a little tipsy. He seemed a little tipsy, but you know, hey, just told him not to jump off, and they, you know, I guess try to do the neighborly thing. I'm sorry, he didn't hit the ground. Hmm. He landed on the roof next door. 13 stories down. There you go. And then hit the girl. Oh. 
I mean, what happened? Like, did he at least? Um, I don't know. Like, I get hurt, or is he yeah. invincible? He is pretty invincible. He only suffered a couple of back and neck fracture, broke his wrist, and that's about it. Interesting. It's very interesting when you can walk away from it. So, the goal. Ooh. All right. Must be nice, right? Right. We're going to play one more song, I think. Maybe two. I don't know. We'll see. And we'll be back. On my mama, on my who, I look fly, I look good, touch my swag, wish you could, I look fly, I look good, on my mama. Oh. 
We're back and on what race? Fishman Radio, we just wanted to thank you for tuning in, listening in, enjoying us, not calling in. Appreciate that. Not so much. Hope everyone has a wonderful week. Not so much. You know, maybe they're listening in. They just want to hear our wonderful voices. They'll call in next week. Uh huh. Live. Yeah. But anyway. I'm going to enjoy my birthday tomorrow. Um, I hope y'all happy b- enjoy. Happy birthday to you. All right, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Don't forget to um, don't forget to check out our website. Uh, the link will be up as soon as the show's over, and the link. <laughs> and the link for the Team Surfing Shark uh, is up as well. You can also hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> That's oh what God. I don't want to hear. <laughs> you can Twitter me at Vive and Rome. You can Rome's Twitter you? Kobe. You mean mentioning? See, this is how everyone knows that you don't get on Twitter, ever, because you just called it You Can Twitter Me. You Can Twitter Me. That sounds naughty, Rome. Like, keep that off the air. You can hit me, you you can hit me up on Twitter, V-I-B-I-N-R-O-M-E, or you what can, you I guess. In your personal time is your own business, but. <laughs> and more importantly, hit me up on Twitter at K-A-T-U-5-C-O-L-B-Y. We will talk to you all next week. Adios. Later. Just before this honor, loyalty lives. As I enter industry with thoughts so lucrative, I was self-destruct before I become captive. They wouldn't let me in, now I'ma take that initiative. To stand firm and make my own pivot. Yeah, I knew a few people with similar thoughts like these, and together we make the illustrious DVD. We'll fight until the end, giving up is not an option. Things will never be the same if you ain't with it. Get the walking in, I'm saying Keep it as a reminder, never stay Lord, never dishonor. James didn't work, my spots out and they keep on falling. Ain't part of the solution and you're part of the problem. So we looking for something different cause we done heard the calling. Tell me now no longer can I stand anymore soul. And it's saying you possess the consciousness to open closed doors. Now yourself is no older Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.